0: When is the best time to practice hearing the voice of Holy Spirit when you're just getting started? Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is episode 14. Now, when I'm saying time, I'm not talking about 12 p.m., 3 p.m., 9 p.m. That's not what I mean. It's actually going to be completely dependent on the way that you live, and it can vary day to day. What I mean by timing is going to be based on how you're feeling. So the best time for you to be able to hear Holy Spirit's voice, especially in the beginning time, is going to be when you are tired. Now, there's an interesting concept written in the book called The One Thing. And I believe it's written by Gary Keller, but don't quote me on that. And he talks about the best time to be creative is actually when you're tired, when a part of your brain actually begins to lessen, and your creative side actually can flourish. You can actually solve a lot of problems when you're more tired, because your logical part of the brain doesn't get in the way of your creative side of the brain. Now, I've mentioned this a little bit on previous podcasts, where I was really, really sick. And when I was sick, I could barely function. I couldn't even think. I was kind of going through certain motions because I didn't need much brain power to do it. I didn't need to learn. But what was happening was I was beginning to hear Holy Spirit very, very clearly. And he was telling me, like, I love this. I love being able to talk to you right now because you aren't getting in the way of me speaking to you. You're not getting in the way of you trying to control what I'm going to say or your brain blocking my voice. And he's like, sometimes your ego gets in the way. And I'm like, does that does that happen a lot? he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> so what I learned is that certain times I hear him a little bit more clearly, and that's when I'm tired. It's A lot of times it's when I'm going to bed. I'll sit in my bed and I'll just have this conversation with him. And it's difficult for me to essentially respond, but that's a good thing because I know a big piece of what a lot of others struggle with is is it my own voice and how do I differentiate between me and Holy Spirit and the best time to do that is when you could barely think and the only thing that's coming through you is Holy Spirit's voice and we've mentioned that as you get to know him more you'll be able to distinguish his voice more from your own others and with him I've also talked about it in the sense of like, if you hang around someone, you'll recognize their handwriting on everything. If you've been around your coworkers handwriting a lot, you'll be able to point theirs out in a whole pile of work, especially if you're a teacher, you understand this very well, understanding your students' writing. If they don't put their name on it, you can be like, oh, this is Timmy's. It's the same thing with your best friend or your parents. You can hear their laugh in a crowd because you've gotten to know them it's the same thing you just have to begin to develop that and the best time to be able to do this is when it's difficult for you to just consciously think be logical and get in the your own way so i even get this at the end of my workouts i'll begin to hear him a little bit more when i'm just really tired and i'm I'm exhausted my brain power is kind of just down and he'll just begin to speak to me and speak to me and speak to me a lot of times this is why we have really creative thoughts in the bathroom when we're showering so because our brain isn't logically doing it. We're going through certain motions, we're not getting in the way, and he'll actually be able to speak to us a little bit more clearly than we have before. So if you wanna be able to practice hearing his voice a little bit more clearly, especially if it's in the beginning, the best time to be able to do this is when you're tired, when you're going to bed, or when you're just waking up, or when you've already worked out, or you're getting off of work. Any of these times where you're just kind of mentally exhausted, it's actually really easy for him to come through there. So I would advise that this is the best time to be practicing it. Now, what's awesome is I was giving the example of after I'm working out, and it was funny because I just left the gym, I had a really good workout, and I'm kind of just admiring my body, and I'm like, yes, I'm getting in shape, I'm getting stronger, this is great. And the Holy Spirit just kind of speaks up, and he's like, yeah, yeah. If only you worked out your spirit as much as you worked out your body, where would you be? I was like, "Oh gosh. <laughs> Thanks for that little comment there." <laughs> and I'm kind of just pondering this and I'm like, "All right, Holy Spirit just called me out. He just educated me." And I'm like, "Okay, Holy Spirit, what am I what am I doing here? Like what what can I do to work out my spirit more?" And he's like, well, take 10 minutes every single day to just spend time with me. Now, I've mentioned this before. There's a place in your imagination that you can begin to create that will allow you to experience the Holy Spirit, the Son, and the Father more easily. It's a place where you can meet them in your imagination. And he's like, just come to this place that you've created. And what I created in my imagination was a lake house. With a huge open window that 's just as big as a wall that overlooks the lake with a dock and a really beautiful furniture on the inside that we can just kind of hang out facing the water, and I just go in there my imagination and I invite holy spirit i 'm like, Holy Spirit, come meet me here, come be with me let 's talk it It silences kind of other things in the world it, I can be quiet. this is done. A lot in a process called a sozo, which is a Greek word for healing, deliverance, and salvation. Now, he's like, yeah, if you want to work out your spirit more, just come into this place and just be with me. Hang out with me. Give me your attention. I want you 100% for at least 10 minutes a day. That's all he's asking. Now it's amazing what comes out of these times because the more time you spend with him, the more you begin to change. I mentioned before that I felt like I offended someone. And because of the time I had spent with Holy Spirit, my inner being was like, I have to fix this. I have to make this right. I have to apologize. And it's, I knew it was because of the time I spent with Holy Spirit because minor little things, it's easy to just brush off. But the more that you go through and you actually clean up the mess or you respond to the little pullings within yourself, they're saying, yeah, do this. Just these little things, it actually makes it easier and easier and easier to do over a long period of time. Now, the beauty of this, I mean, it's called day by day with Holy Spirit. And the beauty of getting to know him is in the simplicity of life now what do i mean by that i mean holy spirit is partnering with us as we walk through every single day now it's funny because i was shaving and as i'm kind of just shaving he's like you know what would actually be healthier for your face is if you got some alcohol, like just pure like alcohol, and you dipped your razor and cleaned your blades after you shaved. Because if you have dirt or any bacteria on your face, it's going to stay on the blades and grow. And I'm like, oh, that's actually really smart. I didn't know that. No one taught me how to shave. I had to go on the internet to learn. I never had someone going through and and showing me step-by-step, this is how you do it. So I had to teach myself, and that's something I just didn't know. Now, the beauty of it is that sometimes Holy Spirit will bring up information that you once learned in the past that you've essentially forgotten or stored away in your brain, and it's really cool because he'll bring that up. As time goes by, some of the information that Holy Spirit gives you may not meet brand new information. It could be something that you had noticed or you had seen a long time ago, but just phased it out. I mean, our body senses so many things going around, and if it doesn't focus we'll just go insane because our there's so many sounds, there's so many sights, and our brain isn't taking it all in, but it's storing it away. And sometimes Holy Spirit just brings us up. And the cool thing about it is that this is one of the reasons why you should always be in scripture and, and just processing it. And even if I'm driving and I'm listening to the Bible go on and on and on, And I feel like I'm not totally getting it or not fully paying attention to it. Just having it on is good because it's sitting in our spirit. It's being stored. And later on, Holy Spirit can bring it up. Granted, Holy Spirit has all the information in the entire world, in existence. He has it all. And He can bring it up any time without us doing that. But it's good for us to store it within us and bring it up more information. So bringing it back to the point This could be information of dipping a razor in alcohol that I had seen a long time ago and forgotten, and he brought it up. Or it could just be brand new information that I'd never noticed. That's the cool thing about it. Holy Spirit's amazing. He's in every single part of our day. I was even talking to him a little bit more, and one of the things that he had brought up was grocery shopping, budgeting. I'm just kind of talking it through with him. And he's like, yeah, you know what you should need to do is write out every single thing that you want to get at the store and then give yourself a surplus. So as you're writing out your grocery list, also put a dollar amount that you're willing to spend more in case you see something that you have forgotten to put on the list. That way you're not going to store and you're like, oh, I need this too. I need this too. I need this too. And now you're over budget. But no, he's like, yeah, give yourself maybe a $20 surplus. So as you're strolling the aisles and you see something, then you're like, okay, got that. And then as you're going through, you hit your $20 mark and you're like, all right, I'm done grabbing stuff that I had forgotten about. I'll put it on the list for next time. It's these little things that Holy Spirit's bringing with us and walking through us day by day that makes... Encouraging him so amazing because he's not just someone you go to when you need help. He's not a vending machine that you go to for your problems or to fill your needs every moment. He does that, absolutely. But that's not it. That's not where it ends. It doesn't end when you're in worship. It doesn't end when you're reading the Bible. It doesn't end when you're in church. It doesn't end when you're just spending time with him directly. It's throughout the entire day. He's with you always. But It's important to begin practicing hearing his voice in those times of worship, in those times when you're in the church. I'm not saying those things are bad. I'm saying they add on. I'm saying there's more. And this is an example of the more, how he's inviting us to be with him every part of the day. He's helping me get better at shaving. He's helping me get better at handling my budget. There are multiple multiple ways to begin to counter him, to be with him always. So I want to invite you into that. My challenge for you right now is to find a time, recognize when you're tired and as you're tired, maybe it's when you're going to bed, just lay there, and just say, Holy Spirit, I invite you here right now in Jesus' name. And then you ask questions. Holy Spirit, are you here? You just wait and listen. Listen until you hear a yes. And if you hear a yes, continue on. Ask basic yes or no questions in the beginning. So that way you can develop your ability to kind of hear, okay, I'm hearing this. And don't worry if it's you or not. Like, don't let that get in your way. That's an issue that will stumble you. What you need to do is ask, go through the questions, write all the questions, and then at the very end, look back and like, okay, I, once you're done, then you can figure out, all right, what was Holy Spirit, what wasn't? And a lot of these times is you'll begin to test it as time progresses. So once you get past the yes or no's and you start actually questions and you're getting full responses. For instance, when I was walking through and he's like, Yeah, hey, as you're making your budget, then add a surplus. And that way you can make sure you're on budget. And you're getting these longer responses that are are new. I believe Mark Veckler says, Holy Spirit's voice is catching the spontaneous thoughts that cross your mind, that light up across your mind. I believe that's the way he describes it. But eventually, what you'll be able to do is test it as you go by. What I did is I had a, a whole checklist that I carried around me, a piece of paper that I carried around me all the time. And anytime time I heard Holy Spirit say something that could be tested, I wrote it, I, I took notice of that. And when it was confirmed and it came true, I would make a mark saying I heard right. Yes, one little check mark. And then if I heard wrong, I would make another check mark. And through this, I learned that I was not hearing Holy Spirit correctly when I had an emotional connection to what was happening. I remember I really wanted a sports team to win. And I'm like, Holy Spirit, are they going to win? He's like, yeah, they're going to win. I'm like, yeah, come on. And they lost. I was like, okay, I really wanted them to win. And I kind of tricked myself into hearing Holy Spirit say, He was going to win. But when I was in other areas that I had no emotional connection to, I was actually able to hear him a lot more clearly, which allowed me to go into relationships with others differently and how I depended on the Holy Spirit because I knew that as I was beginning to learn how to hear him, I was emotionally connected to the outcome of what he was saying, which would actually determine a lot of times I wasn't hearing correctly. And so what I would do is I'd recognize that in relationships and I would go to an outside source uh, to someone who, who I trusted heard Holy Spirit's voice and I can lean upon them and get their advice on what I'm hearing so I could test it with someone who's not emotionally connected to what I wanted to hear. But that comes through a long time of just practice. But that's what I'm saying. If you just don't get held up and the point of is this me or is this him? Just test the fruits as time goes by. Just begin to ask yes or no questions to help you develop it. When that gets by, then you can ask more detailed questions that have higher and bigger responses, maybe short ones, but still a little bit lengthier than yes or no. And then eventually you get to the point where you'll actually be able to take tally marks and test it with things that you can be proven. It's all just a matter of time, but you have to start now. Start now. This is Day by Day with Holy Spirit, and I'm your host, Shane Gerhardt. I'll see you next time.